Welcome to the Million Dollar Body Podcast with your host, Nate Palmer. Go. Welcome back to another episode of the Million Dollar Body Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Nate, and today we're talking about nutrition, we're talking about diets, we're talking about smoothie and salad season, and basically how to set up a fat loss diet depending on what phase you're in. I believe these things fall into two phases and that so many people get really hung up on, is it one thing or is it the other? Is it this diet or is it that diet? Is it counting your macros or is it intermittent fasting? And I think that it can be all those things, but there's a sequence to them that people don't quite understand, okay? Is it food quality or is it food quantity? Is a calorie just a calorie? Is it really calories in versus calories out? There's a lot of questions that we have about this and I wanna kind of, I wanna clear it up a little bit. And as I previously have demonstrated in a lot of my other podcasts, sometimes I leave this a little bit even uh, less clear than before. So if that's the case, just drop me a mean email, nate at n8trainingsystems.com. We'll get you my personal email address and you can just say whatever mean stuff you want to. I got a really mean one earlier today, so I'm ready for it. I'm here for it. Okay, today right now, I just wanna give you a, a big shout out to two clients that I just think are, are killing it right now. Uh, Eric Kelly is, wanna give a shout out because uh, this guy's been on, been traveling, been outside of his home gym, and he's still putting in the behavior, still doing everything that he needs to do to gradually decrease and, and burn that fat. So I just want to say I'm super proud of you, Eric. You're doing an awesome job. Keep up the great work and keep up those little consistent habits that are really moving the needle for you. Kevin Belzer, I want to give a, you a shout out as well because um, I've know I've seen like we've seen kind of some bumps in the, the progress, the plateau a little bit. You kind of. You were like holding there and then all of a sudden you saw some a big decrease like big improvements over just a week and i think that's a testament to your mindset and being able to look past like the week to week like maybe things that are not moving as quickly as you want to and instead looking at the big picture and i just want to say awesome job that is such a great lifelong habit to have i'm really proud of you so with that in mind, I want to jump right into today's episode of the Million Dollar Body Podcast. Is a calorie just a calorie? And how do we get our fat loss? And what does this have to do with shake and salad season? Here we go. All right. So I think what a lot of well-meaning trainers, nutritionists, dietitians, they all get wrong is they start off people with where they are personally at. So when you go to your, uh, your friend, you're like, bro, you are absolutely shredded right now. What are you doing? He's like, okay, hold on let me tell you about this. And he goes, well, for breakfast, what I do is I wake up and the first thing I have is 40 grams of carbs. And then I have 40 grams of protein and I have 10 grams of monounsaturated fats. And you're like, what is that? Is that like pancakes? Like, what did you, what, what words did you just use to describe what you're eating? Cause I feel like once people have started getting into this kind of training mindset and they've been in the industry for a long time and we're like, you start talking these just crazy talk that normal people can't understand. What's a monounsaturated fat? Like, what is carbohydrates? Is that maple syrup? Do I have maple syrup in the morning? Is that right? And we just forget that there's a lot of steps before you're able to converse in that way or even eat successfully in that way where we're actually breaking things down by their macronutrient profiles, which is a fancy way of saying, what's in your food? So what is in your food? And what's, what's that got to do with anything? So I think that when you're first starting off and you're trying to get into a fat loss, fat loss mode or getting to a place where you can actually burn fat successfully long-term, the worst thing you can do is jump into a really hardcore diet. Jump into a keto diet, jump into like a vegetarian diet, 
a paleo diet can even be tough, a whole 30 diet. Those things are all geared at making sure that you are eating in a very specific way. These foods are out, these foods are in, and I think that that can mess with people's brains. Um, that said, I think that it's nice to have a framework for how you're eating because really what we wanna do at first, when you're first starting off, is improve the quality of the food you're getting. Improve the quality of the food you're getting and not put you in some rigorous plan or on a meal plan that's like, hey, here's what, here's what uh, uh, is a 1200 calorie meal plan. Just go ahead and eat this. It's 16 chicken chi or egg whites in the morning. And then you have to eat four chicken breasts um, with green beans all the rest of the day. And that's your food. Good luck. You know, because yeah, could you, could you burn fat on that? A hundred percent. Would you hate every minute of it? A hundred and ten percent. Would you be successful in the long term? Definitely not. So it's important to think about these things, not just how do I lose fat this week, this month, this, this like three months, but how am I going to lose it, keep it off and maintain that for the rest of my life? I just think that's so important and we don't talk about it. So the first thing is the framework. How do we get out of some bad habits and get into some good habits? I think that there's a, a couple diets that do this really well. Um, for example, it, um, intermittent fasting, I think can be a really great way of doing this because it doesn't say, Hey, these foods are bad. These foods are good. You got to track this and do this. It gives you a very easy set of instructions. It's like, yo, don't eat here. And then do eat here. Go ahead, have fun, get on it. So it makes it very, very easy to start reframing the way you think about eating, because if this is going to be a long-term life-changing experience for you, it needs to have the ability to be sustainable. Intermittent fasting gets a check mark for me in that category because it's sustainable, especially if you're a, a dude, it can be very, very, very powerful. If you're a lady, there's other specific ways that you want to go about it. And then the other one I like, which I, you know, I'm partial to because it's my system, but the glycogen priming method also makes it just very easy. I, I want it to be something where it's like, Hey, in the morning you eat, you're having the protein and fat for lunch, you're having salad for dinner. You're having, you know, whatever you're with your family, just making it super, super easy. We're going to talk about the breakfast and lunch meals today as I find them to be the, the most convenient and easy to structure to give you the long-term results. So, so like to, to answer the kind of the question, is it a calorie, just a calorie? No. Like if you're having a calorie of maple syrup, it's definitely not going to be as healthy as like a calorie of vegetables or green beans or whatever. But I, I, when you're first starting off on your fat loss journey, this is, this doesn't have to be as mind blowing and as, as difficult as it can be later on. It doesn't have to be complex. It can be very, very simple. So let me tell you a story about one of my clients and he came to me and he was doing so much stuff right. And he was tracking his food and he was monitoring his progress and like by the numbers, everything looked really good. But why he was, why was he still holding fat, especially around his midsection? I think as a lot of guys, this is just kind of tends to happen as we get a little older. So he's holding fat around his midsection. He's, he's tracking all of his food. But what had happened is in the pursuit of tracking his numbers, if it fits your macros, you know, doing 40% protein, 40% carbohydrates, 20% uh, fats, he had missed the entire step of how do you eat with a, high, a higher quality diet? How do you structure your day so that it gives you the ability to eat a higher quality diet, makes it really easy, and also pays off dividends long-term when you do start doing a, a more intermittent fat or a if it fits your macros type of approach that you're gonna get the most bang for your buck from it. So let's dive into this. Shake and smoothie season. Let's bring it, bring it full circle. So when you're first starting off, a lot of us are like, okay, we're, I ate, I'm eating cereal. I had waffles. I had oatmeal for breakfast. 
And, and these things are, a lot of these things are like on paper. Oh, oatmeal, that's a like high in, that's high in fiber, right? It's good, whole grain, right? It's good. But until we realize that like, that that's not going to give you the energy that you want for the rest of, for the beginning part of your day, especially if you're insulin resistant already, it's not going to give you the ability to monitor your glucose levels and keep you out of like that hunger pangs at 10, 10 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. and keep you from getting really tired later on. So a simple framework for the morning, rather than thinking about like, Oh, should I eat a healthy breakfast? Should I eat cereal? Should I eat oatmeal? Should I have a bar? It just go with like, hey, what's a, like, what's a shake you can make in the morning that's going to give you the ability to have great energy for your day, fill you up till like noon, one o'clock, and then get you on the, on the road for the rest of the day. So you're, you're setting yourself up for success. So what's a easy shake you can do? Well, I like, I like to drink out of my blender first and foremost. It just makes me feel like a badass. I don't know. Don't judge me. But one thing that I have to do is I have to take a, what, like if I'm going in the morning for a higher quality type of food, I'm going to go with a protein powder. I'll probably do some sort of almond milk. And then depending on how many calories I'm looking for, I'll do either a protein or a peanut butter or the PB2, the, the powdered peanut butter. Okay. So what I'm, what I'm getting here is I, we're talking now about shifting your breakfast from being a carbohydrate laden, high sugar, high energy breakfast to being a very nutritious balanced, high protein, high fat breakfast. Okay. And if this sounds like I'm kind of going back on what I said earlier about simplicity, think about this. We're just trying to build a framework in place. Okay. This is something that you can take and you don't have to understand all the nuances of how your body regulates insulin and glycogen and any of those sorts of things. All you have to know is a protein and a fat for the morning gives you the energy you need for the day. And it almost sounded like a rhyme. Maybe later, come back a little later and I'll put together a super sick protein freestyle. Just, I don't know, think about it. So um, the one, of the one thing that I've heard a lot about in um, smoothies is, or juicing a lot is people talk about it removing the fiber from, from the foods you're eating. Well, the great thing about smoothies is you don't actually remove the fiber, you actually keep it all in there. So some people like to do their juicing, but they'll do it in a blender. It's called whole juicing. It's a little bit better for you because you're not getting quite as much of a pure sugar straight to, straight to the dome while you're pulling out all the fiber from the from everything else you're eating with the fruits and vegetables. So I think a smoothie is a great way to go in the morning, okay? Like I said, proteins and fats in the morning, you do the energy you need for the rest of your day. Then if we go into that, that's, our, that's your shake, right? And then we go into the next thing, which is your salad, okay? Again, salad can be whatever you want it to be. I think fajitas are basically salad because you know you got your vegetables and you got a little guacamole, that's a vegetable too, kind of like a fruit, I don't know. And then you got some chicken or steak or whatever else, okay? So what we're looking for here is a, is a, again, a high vegetable, high protein meal in the middle of your day. Something that's not going to fill you up and in fact, going to keep you from getting too full. All right. Again, you don't need to understand the, like all the science and everything else that's, that, that goes into making this. All you need to understand is the framework for creating a, a better first two meals of your day, which is going to set you up for success long-term and give you something you can adhere to. Okay. So you have your, your shake in the beginning of the day. Your second meal is going to be a salad, something that's going to be high vegetables, high, um, high protein. One of my clients was like, hey, you know what I've been doing for my salad? I'm like, what? He's like, so I eat a, a one pound bag of baby carrots and I have a can of clams. And I was like, that's disgusting, but you might be a genius. So it's so easy for him. He's literally eating it with a spoon in his office. He's a dentist and he's trying to minimize the amount of time he has to take for lunch because he's trying to get through as many people as he can because he wants to take Fridays off. That's a big goal for him. So he's like, let's figure out a way that I can get the fastest lunch of all time. It's going to give me what I need and also um, 
give me the energy for the rest of the day. So I think a one, like a, some carrots can be in the afternoon. Awesome choice. Uh, bell pepper strips are a great choice. A big, like a big Cobb salad with some, a um, little bit of bacon, some um, hard boiled egg, something like that. Also a great choice. Do you then live your life and figure out how that looks specifically for your case? I don't suggest that you go out and try the carrots and clams diet. But, but if you do, um, make sure you tag me on Instagram because that's kind of fun. I don't know. So that's, but that's the, that's what we're really looking for here is high vegetable content, which is going to give you tons of awesome micronutrients, vitamins and minerals, energy for the rest of your day. And then by the way, they did a study like a year or two ago where they gave two groups of college students and they, they literally made like one group, they, like the, the regular group eat one, a one pound bag of carrots per day. And then they made the control group not eat any carrots. And so they, they, then they took these pictures of the college students and they brought them around the campus and they said, hey, how attractive is this person? By the way, this is a great study. It sounds hilarious. They're gonna, hey, how attractive is this person on a scale of one to 10? And they averaged out all the results, whatever the people that got their numbers. And then after about six weeks of eating one pound of carrots per day, the average attractiveness of the, of like the, the group that's been eating the carrots went up by like almost a full point. And I don't think it's just because, you know, vegetables make you sexy, which maybe, maybe it's true, but the, uh, the beta carotene in the carrots will actually help you with a little bit more melanin in your skin, give you a little bit more of a, a glow, if you will. So that's, that was the takeaway from that study. So in case you were like carrots and clams, that's for me. Yeah, give it a shot. Try it six weeks. Let me know what you think. Take a before and after picture because we got to rate you. We got to. So basically that's phase one. Okay. So you take, you take your current diet and we tweak a few things. You do a smoothie in the morning, proteins and fats. You do a salad for lunch, proteins and vegetables. And then for dinner, eat, eat whatever, eat with your family. Don't, don't go and do anything crazy. You probably shouldn't have Taco Bell, but like if you did, it's not a big deal because you've nailed the first two meals of the day. So we're changing the paradigm of your, of your mindset around your diet. And we're changing how easy it is to get really healthy foods early in the day because it does get harder as, as time goes on. And if you start your day eating a bunch of dog shit in the morning and being like, oh, I'm having like a, you know, a cliff bar for breakfast. Well, you're going to be hungry at 10 and you're going to be hungry at noon. You're going to be hungry at four and you're tired and you get home and you have a, a, a bad day. That's just how it goes because your body's not regulating its own hormones and chemicals because you didn't signal it correctly in the beginning. And again, this is all probably more complicated than it needs to be at the moment, but just realize that there's a method to the framework where you're just creating simple, simple things that you can do on a repeatable basis are gonna make your life so much easier moving forward. And it's also gonna give you the flexibility in the afternoon and the evening to have dinner with friends and family and not stress so much about you know, packing a bunch of asparagus and tilapia in some Tupperware to bring it over to grandma's because she hates that and she won't say it, but she thinks you're an asshole. Grandma thinks you're an asshole, I don't know. Just, just ask her. So that's why we want to start the, day, start the day off with like a very, very powerful framework for your food. Because especially for if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, if you're someone who wears multiple hats, if you're bouncing around from thing to thing and you don't have the time or the, or the, the energy to be like, oh, I need to take a quick break because I'm just so hungry. I'm tired. I've got like that. I've got kind of like going into a food coma. Then this is, the, this is even, even more important for you. All right. Okay. But this is phase one. And yeah, we could talk more about dinner and we talk about snacks and things like that. And, we can get dive into like the food quality and almond milk versus regular milk versus water. It does like, there's a lot of nuance here, right? But this is the framework. This is the, the big, the big picture. 
and then we can always build on it. We can tighten it up and we can tweak it. And until you've tried something out for even a week or two, it doesn't even matter like the nuances yet. Cause you don't, you don't even have the ability to ask the nuanced questions until you've kind of gone through it and, and played with it a little bit. So a lot of times my clients get a little frustrated with me because our first couple of weeks of the program, they'll be like, well, like, tell me exactly like, where's my meal plan? Let's go. And I'm like, well, we kind of have to co-create this and build this, our, like build this together because what works for me is probably not the best choice for you. What works for my dentist client, you, pro you probably don't want to eat carrots and clams or maybe you do. Maybe you're, maybe you're a weirdo too. I don't know. I don't know. I don't judge you. I don't judge you. Just your grandma judges you. So that's phase one, the framework, the food quality, improving how you're eating on a day-to-day -day basis. Phase two, now that's when we get into the nitty gritty. That's when, we, that's when it's a great time to get into the, if it's your macros, get on a, like a MyFitnessPal food tracking. And while these things can be done in stage one, I think that bypassing the framework piece leads to regression and leads to inability to stick to a program for longer than the, than the six weeks, three months, whatever it looks like. I think that doing these things out of order will do more harm than good to you mentally because it doesn't allow you to stay in the game. What we want to do is we want to build up. And I see so many, so many people do this. They go, all right, coach Nate, I'm here. I'm ready. Okay. Here's what I want to do. I want to do a morning cardio session. Then I'll do an afternoon workout session. Then I'm going to only eat green beans. And then I'm going to do, I'm going to do a fast. I'm going to do a four day fast. And then I'm doing a medit I'm going to do a seven day meditation. But each day in the meditation, I'm going to run three marathons. And I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on, like time out. I'm being a little facetious, but we, but we tend to go all or nothing, especially these entrepreneurs, business owners I'm just talking about. Y'all are all, all or nothing. Y'all are all type A. Calm down. Okay, so it's so much easier to start off nice and light and then add in and then add in a little bit more, then tweak it a little bit more, then add in a little bit more. It's way easier to control it and to tweak it and make it a little bit better and fit it for your life. And then if you do plateau, then we have something else we can do to you. If we've thrown in everything that's possible to you right at the beginning, not only are you overwhelmed, not only are you probably not going to get that good of results long-term, not only do you not have any way to sustain that, but if you plateau, what do we do? Cut your calories more? Sounds terrible. That sounds literally terrible. And that's how people burn out. 1% better every day. Love that. That's awesome. So here's the thing. Now, after you've done that framework, you put that framework into place, then we can talk and we can be like, okay, you, you need this. You're having this many calories. You're doing this on your work days. You're, you're walking this many steps. You're getting this many workouts on Sundays. You do this with your family. You always play golf. Then we can start structuring and tweaking things that are very, very specific for you because you know, if I say, okay, you just got to have a uh, hundred, eighteen hundred calories. That's, that's what we, that's what you're going to have. 1800 calories. Go ahead. At the end of the day, like that, that plan is only going to work for you probably for a month. And then we're going to tweak it again. We're going to change it just a little bit and small tweaks every time. But doing that after you've already got a good handle on the framework is going to make those, those small tweaks and, and small changes so much easier to digest mentally, as well as so much more fulfilling when you actually do nail them. Okay. So there's a, there's a nutritional component to this, the shake and smoothie idea for sure. But the mental component is equal, if not more powerful, because it's going to give you the facilities to be able to go all in on something, knowing that I'm not going to demand or like your diet is not going to demand 100% rigor and just and gritting it out and relying on motivation because you just, because it's so horrible to eat chicken breast one more day. We don't want that. We, we were playing the long game here. 
This is a marathon type of, of thinking. This is not sprint thinking. So we want to make sure that we start it off, we build you up, you get the, you get to where you want to go. And then if you, sometimes I've had clients who are like, okay, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go macro base. I'm ready to go macro base. I'm ready to go macro base. And then after three months of just changing the framework just a little bit, they're like, oh, I lost the, the 12 pounds I wanted to lose. I feel great. I have, I have a four pack. I feel fine. I'm, I'm great here. I don't need to go macro base because it's a little, it's, it's more work, right? So until you figure out, do I even want that? Do I, have I even dialed in the framework enough to be able to go to those next levels in terms of those hard, more hardcore diets, to, if it fits your macros, the counting, the tracking, my fitness pal, until you've done the base work, you don't even know if you need that yet. So don't make your life harder, make it easier. Do the two phase, always do the two phase. This is gonna make your life so much easier. So phase one, if in case you missed it earlier, that's, your, that's getting your food quality dialed in. And what the way I describe it is, is shake and smoothie, baby. Shake and smoothie, because you can make a shake whatever you want it to be. If you want to have a 3,000 calorie shake, woo, do you, baby? Get after it. But if you want to have a high quality breakfast shake, I'm recommending a protein, high protein, high fat breakfast shake. It's going to get you through the day. If you're like, man, my shake doesn't ever fill me up, throw more ice in it. It's going to make it thicker, more, more satiating. That's a word that, that means what it sounds like. You know what I mean? Satiating. Mm. yeah uh, there's a word for words that mean what they sound like i think as well but i don't know what it is if you do email me protein and fat breakfast shake in the morning what's nice about that is i like to throw things into my breakfast shake that are really helpful so like i've been doing the red reishi powder i think it's a great antioxidant it's awesome for immune boosting it's just it's a cognitive enhancer and you know what no calories no nothing else in there and i've just been trying it out for the last couple months and it feels great awesome you know, and then for lunch, we're talking now about a, we're talking about uh, <clears throat> a salad, okay? And what I mean by salad is vegetables and protein, okay? So if you want to do carrots and clams, that's awesome. If you want to do a cob salad, that's also awesome. If you want to have steak fajitas, great. No tortilla, baby. Let's go. So just giving yourself the ability to, to take a framework, fit it to your life, get the results from the framework first by changing the food quality and how, how well you're eating, <clears throat> and then we can dial it up and then we can count macros and then we can get hardcore and then we can do keto, but not before that. That noise just means I got so emphatic. I had to rip my headphones off. So I guess that means we're coming to the end of the podcast. So if you have any questions, if you feel, if you, if this is more convoluted than helpful, um, well, I'm sorry. If you, if you want more of this type of information or if you want to actually have a guidelines for what kind of shakes you should be having in the morning and how this, how this kind of breaks down. Um, if, you're, if you're watching this live in the Facebook group, just type in guide underneath this. Just type guide and I'll get you access to that shake guide so you can start it off. If you were watching this after the fact or listening to the podcast, God bless you. But email me at nate, N-A-T-E, at n8trainingsystems.com. Just email me the word guide. You can say, hey, hey, Nate, good to hear from you. Your podcast is awesome. You're very handsome. Guide. That'd be also acceptable, but like all I need to see is guide. But I'll get you access to that. So let me know how I can help out. I really appreciate you tuning in. Um, you guys are the best. Have an amazing rest of your July and stay cool out there. It's nice and warm. So stay cool. Talk very soon.